Good morning. In May of last year, federal regulations forced Leesburg nonprofit Echo to close the doors on its long-running mailroom, putting 20 people with disabilities out of a job. But Echo has adapted. For Wednesday, March 27th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Loudoun County Commuter Services has ways to keep your wheels turning and keep you cheerful. There are commuter buses from park and ride lots to destinations in Arlington, the Pentagon, Crystal City, and Washington, D.C., or a Metro Connection bus can drop you off at Wheelie Rest and East Metro Rail Station to hop on the Silver Line. Or local buses can get you from Leesburg to Ashburn and Sterling, from Sterling to Reston, or just around the town of Leesburg for only a dollar. To learn more about these or find a carpool or van pool, visit loudoun.gov commute or call 703 771 5665. Let's go. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by Loudoun County Transit. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Last year, a change in the way some federal regulations are interpreted forced Leesburg area nonprofit Echo to close its mailroom, which put about 20 people with disabilities out of a job. One of the things Echo does is help people with disabilities get jobs and supports them in those jobs, and the mailroom was one of the oldest job sites the nonprofit had. Echo clients can be found across Loudoun, working at Howard Hughes Medical Institute's Janelia Research Campus, delivering mail at Inova Loudoun Hospital, packing boxes at Spinal Surgery and Equipment Pioneer K2M, washing dishes at the Oath Campus in Sterling, and cleaning buses and limousines at Reston Limousine. They closed the mailroom last May. The Rehabilitation Service Administration's new interpretation of the rules for receiving federal funding said to get that money, their clients had to be placed in work settings integrated and competitive with non-disabled co-workers. Echo staff said that isn't an option for everyone. They had warned Senator Tim Kaine of the threat to their program months before, but despite supportive words from the senator during the tour, no fix ever came. But they have adapted. On Friday, the nonprofit unveiled the Echo Academy, where they will help their clients get ready for the day and ready for the workforce with both life skills and job skills. CEO Paul Donahue Jr. said he has some reservations and concerns about the government's new policies, but everyone can agree on a common goal, helping people with disabilities achieve personal, social, and economic success. The former mailroom and loading dock have been refitted to help clients learn personal hygiene, computer skills, life and social skills, and even vocational skills. Donahue said the academy will help the staff figure out just what their clients like, what they're good at, and what will make them feel excited and fulfilled. Chief Operating Officer Zanelle Nichols said while she still strongly believes that group-supported employment, like jobs in the mailroom, which only employed people with disabilities, is needed and the best option for some people, she is proud Echo was able to adapt. She said the Academy will help people build on their strengths and interests, feel a sense of purpose, and, coming back around to that job thing, become more employable. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, speaking of nonprofits serving people with disabilities, Saturday night, the Ark of Loudoun showcased its wide-ranging and comprehensive services to help people with disabilities at its annual gala at Lansdowne Resort. It was a fundraiser with a silent and live auction, but also dancing and a chance for clients and their families to have a night on the town. And it was also an awards ceremony. The 2019 Sherwood R. Simons Achievement Award was presented to Stephen and Shannon Mackey in recognition of their work in promoting inclusive job opportunities for people with disabilities, as highlighted in their award-winning documentary, This Business of Autism. 
It documents the work by Spectrum Designs in upstate New York to include people with intellectual disabilities and autism as integral members of their workplace. 75% of the company's employees are on the spectrum. This business of autism, if you want to see it, by the way, will be screened Saturday, April 6th at Tuscarora High School at 1 p.m. More at thisbusinessofautism.com. The Courage Award was presented to Troy Grooms, who, after an arrest and detention that resulted in part from law enforcement officers not having an understanding of his disability, is worked to improve the way the criminal justice system interacts with disabled residents. He is a member of the ARP's Disability Response Team and works with the Sheriff's Office's Crisis Intervention Training Program. The Ark of Loudoun was founded half a century ago and today operates the Open Door Learning Center Preschool, the Aurora School, the Ally Advocacy Center, the Ability Fitness Center, and the Aurora Behavior Clinic all on the Paxton campus in Leesburg. More about them at thearcofloudoun.org. County supervisors are set to approve a budget that would bring the county government workforce to more than 4,000 full-time equivalent positions for the first time. This year, the county will add more than 175 full-time equivalent positions, FTEs, as they're known, are a budgeting tool that help add up the number of positions across the organization, accounting for both part-time and full-time hours. Many of the positions the county will be adding are in the nature of a growing organization, a direct work product largely invisible to the public in the day-to-day. That's jobs like clerks, payroll technicians, contracting officers, financial analysts, maintenance jobs, and other positions that are largely internal to the county government. Others will be more apparent, like 16 new positions to staff up the Sterling Rescue Squad, new child protective services positions, new daycare assistants at the county's drop-in child care programs, or two new juvenile resource officers in the sheriff's office who will work in the elementary schools. Those are not to be confused with the much-debated and ultimately delayed $11 million proposal to station an armed deputy in every one of Loudoun's 58 elementary schools. Those hires will bring the county's workforce to nearly 4,150 FTEs. Loudoun County government is the second largest employer in Loudoun by workforce after Loudoun County Public Schools, but it's not really a close thing. The schools employ more than 10,000 people. This year's budget caps off a four-year Board of Supervisors term that has seen continued rapid growth in the county and a major effort to catch the county government up to that growth. According to County Administrator Tim Hemstreet, over its term, the Board of Supervisors has added nearly 400 full-time equivalent positions and overseen a capital budget that has grown by 34%. In that time, the county has grown by about 34,000 people. It's also the second year this year in a three-year plan to catch up Loudoun's government to all that growth. The board will vote to adopt the budget at its meeting April 2nd, fiscal year 2020, which is this budget begins July 1st, 2019. And a proposal to put an events facility on a wooded lot near Aldi has sparked alarm from nearby residents. The proposal, Diamond Hill Hall, would put a banquet and events facility on Route 15 with events for up to 350 attendees and 25 staff members on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evenings about 20 to 30 times a year. Weekday events would be limited to 150 attendees and 20 staff members. Today that property is wooded and has been unused for decades. It's on Route 15, as I said, across from Ohana Equestrian Preserve. And although events centers and wedding venues like this are allowed in the county's rural areas, one of this size would typically be required to have at least 100 acres of land. This one has just under 15 acres. This was scheduled for a public hearing in front of the Board of Supervisors on March 13th, but was delayed to a future meeting at the request of the applicant. A letter to county supervisors reads, quote, We will continue to work with the community to educate and inform them on this project about the approximately $500,000 we are spending to create the entrance and turn lanes on James Monroe Highway, about the extended buffers and setbacks we are calling for, and about our commitment to being a good neighbor and having next to no impact 
upon the quality of their lives. Still, some people did stay to ask the board to turn down the request that night. Keith Marco called the application an exceptional request and said, quote, The fact that a creative architect was able to shoehorn such a commercial enterprise into 14 acres is laudable, perhaps, but it should not override the wisdom and the deliberation of the guidelines that this county has lived by in protecting the environment and protecting public safety. Supervisors will see this application again on April 10th. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy has played everything from the Lincoln Center to the Super Bowl and will be at Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg tonight playing jazz and swing starting at 7 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, book a live performance of the podcast at Tally Ho to show all those rock stars how to really party and tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.